Big Sports Breakfast. Let's chat to Adam Pengelly from the Sydney Morning Herald. Good morning, Adam. Morning, Ryan. Morning, boys. And Loz, how, how's the wash-up out of Foxy yesterday? Oh, very pleased, actually, Adam. Mm. Um, read exactly how we'd hoped she'd run. Um, you know, it was running on. She's like she'll 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 improve over over ground. Like thirteen hundred was way too short for her. So um, T bus was very happy, mate. T bus, we're all just <laughs> extremely bus, yeah. very happy with how. What do you think, Adam? What do you think, actually? No, I thought she was good. I thought she was very good, and I, I think she's got uh, potential. Potential Oaks Philly written all over. Her. Um, so I'm sure you'll be heading down that path and trying to get to a couple of races for the lead up races. Cha-ching. Actually, you'll like, this, you'll like this text message that came in from Mick Fennick. He said, hey, Loz, you're a good judge. Your horse ran great yesterday and has stayer written all over it. As an owner that has luckily won a VRC Oaks back in 2016 with Lasquetti Spirit, it reminded me a lot of our first race start over 1,350 at Wyong, where we also ran third. Exciting times ahead and good luck. Do you remember Lasquetti Spirit? That was um, the front. Lee yeah. Curtis and Brenton Abdullah. Remember, it just bolted, bolted out in front, yeah. and it won at a hundred to one. Yes. How can you? How can you ever forget that, right? Yeah. Like that, that was an amazing day. And if memory serves me correctly, I reckon Usain Bolt was like the, the special guest. I think you're right. Yes. Day. Yes. Yeah, Mum. He was yeah. with Mum the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> you would know because you're probably oh, in there drinking yeah. it with him. I might have been. <laughs> and um, he came down to the, the mounting yard after the race, was having photos with Lee Curtis and Brenton Abdullah because they'd won the feature race on the day. But I, I remember Brenton's celebration. That was that was amazing. Wasn't just stood up in the irons and just bowed as he went across the winning post. It was fantastic to watch. Yeah, it really was. Now, obviously, we've been mourning uh, Her Majesty the Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth, this week, and. But we've been, um, I don't know how we feel. I don't know whether excited's the right word, but, you know, when you see some of the invitees that are going to, um, you know, memorialise the Queen, Chris Waller, we, we heard about him, but now Gay Waterhouse has also been invited to the Queen's funeral. It just really speaks to her love of racing. Yeah, it's remarkable, isn't it, Ryan? When you consider all the different people from all different walks of life around the world that could be invited to the funeral, she invited Chris Waller, Gay Waterhouse, and as well as David Hayes. I believe he's going across as well. The three trainers that have trained uh, horses for her in Australia, that just goes to show how passionate she was about the racing industry. All been invited to her funeral and memorial service over there in the UK. So uh, that video that was doing the rounds earlier this week about the Queen watching one of her horses at at Royal Ascot, at a carnival going back many, many years ago, watching on the TV, then running out to the front viewing area and looking through the binoculars, just, I think, just perfectly encapsulated how much she, she cared and loved for horse racing. And I'd imagine for Chris, for Gay and for David Hayes next week, it's going to be quite a surreal experience. And uh, it'd be great that they're rep- representing Australasian racing at, at the Queen's funeral next week. This George Main stakes on Saturday, Adam. Is Zaki and Enemo going to clash? Yeah, well, the word was earlier in this week, but earlier in the week, sorry, that, that Annabelle Nation was still very much up in the air whether she'd run Zaki in the George Main this week, and there's definitely a chance of going down to Melbourne next week to, to run in the Underwood. But it looks like as the week goes on, there's more and more chance this clash is actually going to happen this week. So uh, Tommy Berry's been booked for the ride. We know that James, James McDonald chose Animo to ride for that George Main this week, and all the information I was getting last night was that it's on. It's on this week, right. so um, which is a little bit of a surprise because I think most people thought, oh, well, they're not going to meet now to the Cox Plate now that J-Max chosen Animo and Annabelle might take a different different route going down to Melbourne. But this race is definitely going to be on on the weekend. So cannot wait for this contest. I think they want to try and chase the dry track with Zaki and obviously he'll probably get that up here in Sydney, hopefully if the forecast stays um, good for the next 48 hours. 
And again, it's a race he can probably dictate. Uh, with not a whole lot of speed drawn on paper. I'd imagine he'd go forward and, and probably try and take up the lead and try and cross Profondo and Hinge and, and dictate on his own terms and, and make Animo do the chasing. So, yep, this is going to be a fascinating contest because they both spent up there on Saturday. Yeah, so Zaki currently 3.10 and Animo 2.10. But, you know, just as I looked at it too... You, you, you hit the nail on the head out of them. There doesn't look to be a lot of speed in the race other than Converge. The rest of them normally go back where Zaki's probably going to be up on pace dictating. So I wonder whether we might see those odds um, swing around a bit before Saturday. Yeah, well, it's a match race, isn't it, Ryan, virtually? The, the market sort of nailed it down to two horses at the moment. I think Fangirl potentially could still be dangerous, but again, she's going to be spotting them a pretty big start from given her normal racing pattern. So I'd imagine that Zaki might tighten just a little bit in betting as we get closer to the jump time on Saturday. But I'd still probably expect Animo will, will start favourite. What are we expecting in the shorts, mate? Do you think yeah. Nature Strip just wins? Well, not according to Chris Waller was. Did you hear the comments he made yesterday saying he thinks that they might be the underdogs there on Saturday? Um, <laughs> Love it. Come Love on. it. Given <laughs> Eduardo's had a run under his belt. So, um, listen, put it this way. I don't think Major Street's going to be completely screwed down. And, and knowing how Chris trains, he's he's got the Everest at his main target second up. Um, he's coming back from a pretty arduous trip to the UK. So, I'd imagine there'd be just a little bit of room left for improvement. Having said that, even Major Strip at 90% of his best is probably still good enough to to win a race like this. As I said yesterday, boys, I'm so keen to see what they do with Eduardo from that gate, who's drawn a little bit sort of middle to wide. And and overpass might be the fly in the ointment for mine. He's a horse that needs to come out and make a statement there on the weekend to try and convince slot holders to pick him up for a a spot in the Everest. He's drawn whitish. What does Rachel King do? Does she press the button and say, okay, we're going to go forward and try and hold on for dear life and try and run top three and, and convince the slot holders that we're worthy of of getting a spot in a few weeks' time? I don't know. But I'd say nature strip on that inside gate, obviously, go forward. Then it's up to Brenton and Rachel what they do from those draws with Eduardo and Overpass. Good stuff, Adam. Enjoy your day, mate. Thanks, boys. We'll uh, we'll chat in the morning.